If you've been through a relationship with a narcissist and you experience the emotional manipulation and abuse, you might have social anxiety. You might find yourself struggling to want to leave the house, to interact with people that you don't know, and a lot more. If you think you might have social anxiety, watch this video because it's for you. That's what we're talking about today, queenbeing.com, what social anxiety is and how you can start to get past it. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Sound good? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So yesterday we talked about agoraphobia and we kind of touched on social anxiety. Now I do think that there are people who have been through narcissistic abuse who actually develop agoraphobia but I suspect that more of us have something called social anxiety, which is similar. It is the fear of interaction with other people that brings self-consciousness. It's the fear that makes us feel like we might be judged negatively if we go out into the world. And as a result, we tend to avoid going out into the world. We feel like we're stuck in our house a lot and going out feels really stressful to us. If you are someone who, when you go out in the world, you kind of feel really scared, anxious, kind of nervous, kind of stressed out about the idea of going out in the world, but when you're at home, you're totally fine, you might have social anxiety. Sound familiar to you? I don't want you to think that you're alone in your social anxiety because it's important to note this. One of the things that I think a lot of us struggle with is feeling isolated, feeling totally alone in the world about almost everything until we find each other this way, right? Social anxiety is known to be the third largest psychological disorder in the United States. About 7% of our population actually suffers from some form of social anxiety. And about 13.4% of us will deal with it at some point in our lives, according to researchers who have done epidemiological studies. Social anxiety tends to fall into two major categories, specific or generalized social anxiety. And it's just what you think. Specific social anxieties might involve very specific situations, such as being scared to speak in front of a group of people, but being fine in all other situations. If you feel totally fine in most situations, but the idea of speaking in front of a public group makes you sweat and nervous and sick to your stomach, then you have specific social anxiety. Anxiety. If you always feel anxious when you're going out into the world and you always worry about stuff like that, you always feel sick to your stomach or stressed out or just mildly annoyed by the idea of going into the world, then you have what they call generalized anxiety. This is a lot more common than you would think. It's more common for people who have social anxiety to have a more generalized anxiety in this area. So then you're dealing with when you're anticipating going out, you feel anxious, you might feel depressed, you might feel highly stressed, you might feel pre-embarrassed. You might worry about feelings of inferiority. You might be blaming yourself for this. I know that I personally have a touch of what I would label social anxiety, which involves I don't go out in the world without doing my hair and makeup and wearing an outfit that I find acceptable. Now, maybe that's just me being a nerd, but it's something that matters to me because over the course of my life, I became aware that people were a lot nicer to me when I do my hair and makeup and wear an outfit that I feel good in. That could just be partially my own issues could be partially the fact that I feel better and so I'm friendlier and people are nicer to me, but either way, it's how I roll. And you don't just have to take my word for it. I did a poll of the SPAN group to find out what people who have social anxiety deal with, and I pulled a few quotes out to share with you today. Let me know, does any of this sound familiar to you? I do occasionally have anxiety and or panic attacks, but more anxiety than panic. I never know when it's going to hit me. The panic attacks are awful because I feel like I'm going to die. I try very hard when I start feeling anxiety to self-soothe before it turns into a full-on attack. If I am out somewhere, the first thing I do is 
everything I can to get back home where I have control. The social anxiety I experience is so brutal that I don't even share pictures. I know it looks strange and I try to talk myself out of it, but I am a hermit now and I don't know how to get me back. I have been compared to young women half my age when I was out with him. So now, every time I see a beautiful woman, I just shrink and I want to go home, even if I'm out alone. It doesn't help that I don't feel good about myself anymore. My confidence is completely gone. When someone is nice to me in public, it makes me cry in public. I wonder if other people know that I'm struggling. I wonder if they can see it in my eyes. Everything is so noisy and busy to me. I feel separate to the outside world. I don't like being around a lot of people. I start getting very stressed out. My anxiety rises. I find I'd rather stay home in a cocoon. So if you have social anxiety, a few of these symptoms that I'm about to tell you will probably ring true for you. If you're teased or criticized, the idea makes you incredibly anxious. Being introduced to other people can make you feel really stressed out. Relationships with other people, romantic, professional, friendship, whatever, stresses you out. Anytime you're in a group of people and you're sitting like around the table or like one time I was in a small business owner meeting and they went around the room and asked everybody to stand up and say what their business was. Well, this was pre-YouTube for me and I'll tell you what, I became so nervous. I can, I remember standing there shaking and trying to trying to sound like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> it was terrible. It's not funny. But it was it was a situation where I, I definitely experienced serious social anxiety. Now, I can speak in front of a crowd, no problem. But that wasn't always the case. Anytime people are watched or observed blatantly while they're out in public, they can feel social anxiety or the idea of that. Meeting any sort of authority figure, your boss, your landlord, your neighborhood association, president, bigger people, the governor, anybody like that, if that makes you feel anxious and nervous, you might have social anxiety. Social encounters, especially with strangers, might make you feel nervous, and if, you, if that's the case, you might have social anxiety. Being the center of attention for any reason for people with social anxiety can be a problem. Now, while this list is not complete because there are lots of things that cause this, this just gives you a feel for what social anxiety really is. There are certain other things that will come along with this, right? So certain physical things will happen to you if you're experiencing social anxiety, such as intense fear, your heart could race, you're, you might sweat, you might get sick to your stomach, your mouth could get dry, you might find yourself shaking like I did. You might find it hard to swallow sometimes. You might develop a twitch like your, I used to have this eye twitch that used to happen, or you know, your lip might twitch or whatever, there could be a twitch. Now here's another defining feature of social anxiety, and that is that even though you feel it, you logically understand that it's not real, that you don't really have anything to be afraid of, or that it's not healthy for you to be feeling this way, but even though you logically understand it, it doesn't necessarily change the fact that you're experiencing it, which makes it a lot harder, I think, to get through it. So now that we've defined social anxiety, which is also sometimes called social phobia or SAD, uh, social anxiety disorder, we can talk about what you can do to fix it. Obviously, you can go to a psychiatrist, you can get some medicine that might help, but in my opinion, that's a band-aid. It's not about medicine, it's not about that kind of stuff, it's about changing the way you perceive the world around you. So for this next part of the video, we're going to discuss what you can do to start to really let go of social anxiety and come to life again after narcissistic abuse. If you're dealing with social anxiety, you already know that it is horrible for your life. It makes your life feel like it's not even worth living sometimes. It makes you feel isolated and stuck. And if you're dealing with it, you're not alone, as we discussed. So what do you do 
to stop it, to end it. The first thing you have to do is stop feeling stressed out in social situations, learning to relax. And I know that sounds ridiculous, right? But when you start to feel calmer socially, you can start to recognize that you don't have to always be thinking of the next thing to say. You can let the conversations flow naturally. You can get rid of that feeling of all eyes on me when you can learn to be rational and see and be calm in these situations. So if you are getting ready to go out and deal with a social situation, the first thing you have to do is be prepared. Be prepared to relax. It's sort of like self-programming. So you're stressing yourself out before you even go out, right? I've done the same thing. Don't don't think I'm judging you. Trust me. What I'm saying is before you go out into the world, you have to visualize yourself having a successful outing. When you're stressing consistently about what's going to happen when you go out, when you're repeatedly stressing yourself out, worrying, feeling horrible about it, it's going to feel horrible when you go do it. But if you change your mindset and you start to focus on feeling relaxed, being successful, being happy, being okay while you're out, guess what? Same deal. You start to feel better. You start to feel healthier. So when you are preparing to go out into the world, take a few minutes to relax. Do this while you're already relaxed, if possible, before you leave the house. Take maybe a warm bath, sit down in a comfy chair and take some deep breaths. Imagine that you are confident, you are relaxed, you are calm, and you can do this. If you can do this, you can actually start to change the association in your own head with going out. So instead of feeling anxious and upset every time you have to go out, you can start to feel more positive and focused on what you want. Using daily affirmations can help. Stay focused on feeling good in public, feeling good around new people, feeling strong, and also really truly self-love. Unconditional self-love is so important for you here. This is why we work on our self-esteem because one of the things that happens to us in these relationships with narcissists is that they work so hard to beat us down and put our self-esteem in a little narcissist box that makes us feel like we're nothing and we're worth nothing and none of our thoughts and feelings and beliefs are real and legitimate. So what do we do? We shut down and we go into our little box, our little hole, and we go, life sucks, so I'm just going to stay over here in the corner. Well, listen here, honey, you don't have to be in the corner anymore. You don't. Every time you go out, if you intentionally choose to stay focused on what's positive, to stay focused on having a better day, a better experience, it's going to further strengthen that connection in your brain that going out is a good thing and not a bad thing. Now, this next tip is probably going to make you go, what the hell is this girl talking about? But I'm going to tell you anyway. Seek out places to go, people to see, things to do. Find social situations that you have to be involved in or that you want to be involved in and do this regularly. What? I know. Try this. Listen, here's the thing. Let's imagine that you lived in a neighborhood and one house in the neighborhood was the scary house. You know, like they show in all the movies, there's a scary house over there. Well, every day for your entire life, as you were walking to school, you would always walk on the other side of the street to stay away from that house. What do you think happens in those situations? That house becomes a source of anxiety for you. You always have to worry that that house is there. You have to walk way outside of your way to avoid that house. Well, here's the deal. If one day you walk up to that house and you knock on the door, you might meet the nice old lady who lives there and she might give you a cookie and it might be awesome. But until you do that, until you start, and then you might stop by every day and she might give you a cookie every day. Point is, when something is unknown to you or, or something is hard for you to deal with, the longer you avoid dealing with it, the harder it becomes to deal with. So stay focused on going out. Stay focused on intentionally pushing through that social phobia. If you can't go all the way to the grocery store or you can't go all the way to the party, Go outside of your house, sit on your front porch for 10 minutes and say hello to anybody who walks by or walk around the block one time or whatever. Just make a point of going out anyway, even in small bursts to start with. 
Remember that as human beings, we are naturally likely to avoid the things that frighten us, and we are likely to be frightened by the things that we avoid. So keep that in your mind and stay focused on what you want and not what you don't want. You have to teach yourself that it's normal to go outside the house and that you'll be okay when you do. A few tips for getting outside the house and dealing with those instant snaps of anxiety that come your way. One, find everything in the room that's the same color or look around. Just look around at, at, at the surroundings, okay? So somebody said in one of my morning chats that this really works, like say that you decide, okay, today when I go out, if I feel anxious, I'm going to find everything that's pink. And so then look around and go pink curtains, pink wallpaper, pink this, pink that, right? Or you could just silently to yourself name the colors there's a pink curtain there's a white wall there's a white door there's a black doorknob whatever you see what i'm saying doing something like that is enough to keep your brain kind of distracted from the ideas of being scared you see same thing works like we talked about before where you look you know follow the four corners of your phone or a wall or a window clockwise for two minutes that'll slow you down as well Anything to distract your mind from the negative thoughts is very helpful in this situation. Another thing you could do if you're feeling socially anxious is ask people questions. Do something that kind of turns the focus off of you and makes people talk about themselves. People love to talk about themselves. And guess what? Here's an added bonus to that. If you're very curious about what someone's doing or, you know, I love your hair. How did, what, who does your hair? Or what a cute outfit. Where'd you get that? Anything like that? Or talk about, you know, you know, tell me about your kids. Tell me about your family. Tell me about your job. Tell me what you do. Anything that causes someone to talk about themselves will A, take the attention right off of you directly. And like I said, the added bonus is that people always love to talk about themselves, so they'll instantly warm up to you a little faster. The next thing you can do is make sure that your imagination is not going crazy on you. So if you're walking into an event and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, everybody's going to think I look horrible today. You're going to just put yourself in the mind space that is so unhealthy. So as we said earlier, focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And if you can't get those thoughts out of your head by thinking positive things, just try those tips I talked about, like finding all the colors in the room, for example. Do something to switch that voice off in your head. And remember, a lot of the times those kinds of voices that, that those, those types of thoughts, they come from our abuse. They are echoes of our own abuse from other people and our own insecurities, which is why self-esteem and self-love is so important to focus on after you get through abuse. One last tip for you today. Remember this, what you're stressing about, what you're focused on is probably not the same thing that everybody else is thinking about. So if you're in a room full of people and you're like, oh my gosh, I hope nobody notices I'm all stressed out. I hope nobody thinks I'm nervous. I hope nobody thinks I'm stupid. Guess what? Those people, they're thinking about their own thing. Stressing out about what other people are thinking is a waste of energy, okay? What it all comes down to is you can only worry about yourself. You can only worry about what you're thinking. So I want you to remind yourself, I have no idea what these people are thinking. And you have to assume the best in most cases. Don't allow yourself to be dragged down by the possibility of what someone else is thinking because it's probably not what you think they're thinking anyway, unless you happen to be psychic, in which case I'd like to hear about that. Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you been there? Do you deal with social anxiety? What tips have worked for you to make it better? Share your thoughts, share your comments and your ideas in the comment section below and let's talk about it. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot, take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me?
If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.